Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. Alright mi gente, so first and foremost, I missed you all so, so, so much. We're almost done with season three. I'm aiming for about two more solo episodes and then boom, gotta end off the season because I gotta make sure I get, well, first of all, give myself some rest and also just start to prepare more for season four with the whole pre-recorded episodes. Now, it's so funny, Mijenta, because as I've shared with you with my solo episodes, I like to record them like the day of and whatnot. But it's funny because this week and last week, what's really been keeping me like pumped is the fact that like I've been recording them late Friday night, which is like, oh my gosh. So the other thing too, is if you've been with me for a while, I, especially on the Instagram, I share that my classes are at night. And for this semester, I actually do have a Friday night, 7.30 p.m. class. And I've actually been going to that class every day, but today I decided not to go for, well, self-care purposes because I'm kind of feeling a little oof lately, you know, just because the semester is coming to an end. And also because today is Selena's birthday, April 16th. So I actually attended a watch party that was hosted by Fierce by Me Too. And we all just like were talking in this giant group chat. I forgot which platform we were using. And just like fangirling over Selena, talking about all things Latinx community, our favorite beers. It was a lot of fun. So I highly recommend that if you aren't following Fierce by Me Too, Definitely check them out if you're on Instagram. They're all about uplifting and empowering Latinas. And just keep an eye out on their IG stories, their IG lives. They're very, very good at being active in regards to posting a lot of content, not just like with blogs, but also like events like this watch party. Now, mi gente, something else I really want to share with all of you is that this week, this is another reason why my last two weeks have been a little like crazy. I've actually been having a couple more speaking events, which I'm really fortunate enough because it's helping me like navigate and figure out how to make like my media kits, do my, my chargely rates because these speaking events I've been doing, I do charge because... Well, it's the work that I put in and then it just be, it's just awesome to be able to have money to pay your bills, etc. So if you're hearing this episode and you've ever thought of having me speak to a Latinx organization on your campus or go ahead and pit, speak at any of the undergrad campuses in regards to how to apply to grad school, in regards to first-gen personal growth or just the first-gen experience, feel free to email me at holaacafeconestrellita.com or you can check out the website and contact me through there and we can rearrange and I could share my prices with you in regards to that. But yes, yeah, so this week I had, my most recent one, I had a speaking event with the University of Laverne. And I did it with their Latino organization. And let me just tell you, at the end of the whole presentation, I just wanted to literally cry alongside mi gente because I go, like I said, I really dig into detail and really analyze the whole first-gen Latinx student experience because it really is like no other. And 
even when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is a concept that many of us were taught in our intro to psychology courses, if you haven't taken one yet, you may have ran into it in your sociology courses, etc. But the emotional needs, the emotional support is really what our first gen have always missed in regards to their upbringing in a Latinx household. Because first gen, we know how to work hard. Like no one, no one, you know, has to tell us, go look for this, look for that. No, we just naturally look for it because, well, many of us were brought up in the survival mentality, but also because we want to be able to not just give ourselves a good future, but just like make a lot of our parents' sacrifices worth it. And just that presentation itself, like, if I could, I just wanted to hug everyone, and it was it was such a beautiful thing, and it was so much fun. So I definitely urge you, like, if you've ever wanted me to speak at an event or university campus, don't be afraid to, like, reach out. We can negotiate my hourly rate, and then we can go from there. Now, mi gente, for this topic, I it's going to be going back to the machismo, machista mentality, and how it affects both genders in the Latinx community. I know usually around this time I'd be sharing information in regards to upcoming academic events, but believe it or not, I haven't. So I'm subscribed to a good amount of newsletters. And these newsletters, they tend to like share when there's virtual events going on, conferences. But honestly, at least on my end, I haven't caught my... like. None of the events have recently caught my eye, but it might also be because I've been kind of running around a lot with my, you know, like a chicken with its head cut off. Like, but because I haven't seen one, I don't want to like just share whatever. Like when I share an event, I want to make sure that it's something that will definitely benefit all of you. But so we're going to kind of skip like, you know, an event that I would have normally, the segment in regards to events and just jump right into <laughs> the analytical stuff in regards to personal growth, etc. First, first gen. Now, mi gente, I was, I was having a couple conversations the other day. Well, one of them was definitely with Jennifer from Academic Latina, but also I had hosted a couple IG lives, I want to say about two months ago. And during that IG live series, which I didn't know was a series, but was a series, <laughs> a majority of my guest speakers, they were males, Latino males, and they are in their late 20s. They tend to be, if they weren't the only children, they were, you know, the second oldest, et cetera, because they have other siblings and whatnot. And we talked a lot about how the machismo mentality can really affect first-gen Latinx students as they're paving the way through higher ed. Because here's the thing, mi gente, and I, I've openly openly have shared this on the IGTVs, but I'm going to say it here as well. I myself, although I love education, although I'm continuing to pave the way and everything, I've had so many times that whenever I was in a university classroom, I would subconsciously slash not subconsciously minimize my intelligence, my worth as an overall, not just person, but student, whenever I was in conversation with a male. And whether he was a Latino man, whether he was Indian, whether he was Caucasian, because he was a man, it's like, I felt like I would, how could I say this? I would have to stay quiet more to make sure their point was across. And even if I had times where my male colleague was sharing some research or sharing comments 
even if I had something I wanted to share back, not to like, you know, fight, but just like, you know, my own point of view, I would just like keep it to myself because I was like, well, he's a dude. So you know what I mean? Now, if you were to like come to me and be like, Sreya, why were you doing that on purpose? I would have denied it just because I wasn't fully aware of it as I am now. Because, you know, sometimes we don't realize things until we actually reflect back during our personal growth journey. And then that's when I realized that it was the machista mentality that had led me to be at that mindset that no matter how educated and prepared I was or still continue to be, for a long time, I would minimize my worth intelligence if I had other guy classmates, you know, because in the ideal world of a machista person, the guy is always right, no matter what viewpoints the muhead has had, etc. And well, obviously that's not okay because we all, we all have things to say, you know, and there's always a way to talk and communicate with one another in regards to that. Now, as I was having that com- these conversations during my IG live series, as I was asking my mis amigos to like share their feedback on all that, etc., they had told me that yes, they could see that happening because it's common. And the way that the machista machista mentality has affected even the males in the higher ed world. Now, let me explain. So one of the biggest things that comes with the machista mentality is ego, flat out ego. The man can never be wrong. He doesn't know how to be wrong. And failure to a man that strongly holds machismo mentality, strongly holds that ego, failure is just the worst thing that could happen. So when a man knows that failure is just like it's there but they don't want it to touch them at all they will do whatever they can to just avoid it even if they end up coming off as like excuse my language as an asshole pretty much like oh my way or the highway type of thing because they just don't want that failure because failure affects the ego and all that stuff now even though this does happen that's why as I was having this conversation I would even like talk about like, so was there a possibility that sometimes a lot of our Latino Latino males, Latinx individuals that are also being affected by the machista mentality while they're going through higher ed, let's say they don't start to do well in their classes and because they don't want to start to feel more as a failure, they just drop out. You know, which is, it does make sense because that's why a lot of Latinx individuals do not hold graduate level degrees because it's like if you're experiencing failure at the undergrad level and your ego and not failing is like all you have, like is at least what you think is all that you have, you don't want to pursue towards something that's going to make you challenge yourself in ways you never thought possible, not just academically, but also emotionally. And it made sense, at least to me, and also into this, in the IG live that I had with, you know, my friends that there are Latino men and et cetera. And then as we kept talking, I was just, this was the other thing. And I have, I don't know how else to say it, but I know many of us can relate to this. So a lot of the times after you finish off your grad, your undergrad degree. Most most people from our comunidad, they will 
they will try and go into the job market first and then potentially do grad school later, or maybe it's just not the route they want to pursue yet, you know? And because they choose to do the job market right after, obviously the job market, you may get a lot of no's. Not may, but you will get a lot of no's. I've had my fair share of no's, just like I know so many of us have as well. And when you're someone, especially if that machista mentality is just so ingrained in you, you experience so many obstacles in regards to to the higher ed experience, even if it was just undergrad, in regards to imposter syndrome, in regards to taking classes you'd never even wanted to take, but maybe had to to get the degree because of GEs, etc. And then you're always being told that once you get this degree, this bachelor's degree, you're going to get hired, you're going to get those jobs. But just like I know many of us know and have experienced, that's not necessarily always the case, which is why there's a lot of individuals that pursue a master's degree to make them just more competitive when they continue on applying applying to the job market for non-academic jobs. So for someone that strongly holds the machista mindset and they're and they've already gone through all the challenges of undergrad, and now they're trying to pave the way through the real world, and it's not really working out, I could understand why they'll just like close off and like just want to go and pursue onto other careers that they know they will get the money for, and they can obtain quicker and work more efficiently, even if it's not the jobs that say you need a bachelor's degree to get this job, which of course there's nothing wrong with because we need everyone to work in a huge amount of fields. And with that being said, that's why I I, I have this this idea, this these thoughts that were where I can see how the machista mentality can affect individuals that are trying to go to grad school because machista mentality, people want to stay comfortable because it supports the ego because that means no failure. But obviously, if you're going on to grad school, you're going to experience a lot of failures, which is normal. It's part of the human experience. And that's how we learn. That's how we grow. But because grad school is a lot of challenges in itself and people, specifically the ones that hold on to the machista mentality, they they don't want to go through that. And I get it. I mean, I understand. I can see their point. But it's like that just that's why I just wanted to bring this conversation up where it's just like I feel like the best thing we can all do for ourselves if we subconsciously or not are holding on to the machista mentality because it affects both the males and the females in the Latinx community and even the non-gendered individuals, just knowing that that mindset exists, it builds what I've shared consistently in the past. It builds that self-awareness so that we know as Latinx individuals that like, okay, I'm noticing I'm doing this pattern, which makes me as a mujer limit my intelligence so a male can sound smarter than me in the classroom. Vice versa, if you are a Latino male and you're like, oh, I'm noticing there's this part of me that stems from the machismo mentality. I start to shut down and self-sabotage because I don't want to fail and get questioned that what I'm doing is wrong. So I'm just going to turn away. Like once you have that self-awareness where you realize which patterns you are doing that will then promote the actions and thoughts of the the machismo mentality, that's when you can just like check yourself, 
bring it down (laughs) and then navigate in a different direction where we all can do our best to just push the machismo mentality away, you know, because let me just tell you this, anything that, any type of mentality that is telling you as a person to just say no to failure and just let it have it literally your way, it's not good for you. Failure, you will learn from and you will grow from. And the reason why I'm bringing this conversation up, especially for so many of you that are in undergrad or grad school, or you're thinking about applying to grad school, etc. I'm telling you this because self-awareness is number one. And it's always like which direction you're going to put it into. And when you have self-awareness that you have certain patterns, like how I called myself out earlier in the episode saying that I've had many times where I limit myself and stop talking to to let a male colleague like sound smarter in class. I just told you I used to do that a lot. I don't do it anymore because I'm aware of it now. Like I'll stop myself, but like, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of just like, okay, if you can literally like catch yourself, bring it back down a notch, bring down that machista mentality, the tactics that stem out of it, you're going to grow more. You're going to learn more. And that's going to lead to personal growth because you need awareness in you to build up your personal growth. And when you're building up your personal growth, as you're paving the way through higher ed, whether it's undergrad or grad school, you'll know how you work best. You'll know what you need to make it through with those degrees because you had built and are continuing to build those self-awareness to leave those toxic tendencies from machista mentality or anything else that does not help you build the self-awareness from that. So then your mind's more clear with that personal growth of yours as you're getting those degrees. So then when you're finally more like you did all you could with your networking, with your gaining experiences, etc., you will have the expertise that you need in order to get better paying jobs to save and save to then for you and your future families get into generational wealth. You know, obviously all of this stuff takes time. It's not easy. It's not easy. But the first thing that you can do for yourself is just let the seeds plant in your mind from this conversation you and I are having, aka me pretty much just ranting into a microphone in the corner of my room on my $22 Amazon desk. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, Mijenta? It's just like, it's things like that. And I know I could probably keep going into different directions with the machismo mentality, but I also feel like that might end up confusing a lot of us, even myself, because it can all just go back in circles. But the most important takeaway Anything that promotes you to stay comfortable the rest of your life, that promotes not failing, and that promotes protecting the ego at all times, no, you don't want to follow that path because, trust me, my loves, life is too long, even though it's too short as well, to live in that type of mentality, that type of fear, that type of comfortability. All right, mi gente, so as we're getting closer to end this episode, I just wanted to kind of let you know so we can have a little giggles. I actually had to have a couple sips of my 805 beer in order to like hype me up to have this conversation because I feel like, because here's the thing, this is, and I was having this conversation the other day with Jennifer from Academic Latina, Myra from Becoming a Doctora, Yessi 
from Yes, He Gets a PhD and Valerie from Latina Grad Guide. I was having a conversation with them and it was literally just the simple fact how it's like, why do I feel like romantic relationships like los consejos and just topics of undergrad or specifically grad students having romantic relationships, like asking for consejos like that, it's kind of like a taboo or even if it's not like a taboo, it's more of like, it feels like relationships aren't supposed to seem that important when you're in grad school because this is something that academia needs to like work on, but that's why we're here because representation matters. But it's kind of just like grad school can really feel sometimes like you're only supposed to focus on grad school, which I mean, mm, mm, we're human. We have the right to like, you know, do our grad school stuff, but then also do our other stuff, aka me with this podcast, etc. But yeah, so then um, I've had a couple instances where on my social media platforms, I will ask genuine, not even ask for genuine advice. It's more of like, like there was this one time I had saw this quote from a a person that has her PhD. I don't remember the name at the top of my head, but if I remember, I'll put her in the show notes. <laughs> but she had shared a tweet in regards to like, dang, all my advisors for my PhD program told me not to date. Don't worry about dating if you're single, you know, like don't, don't something, something. And then she says, but they didn't, but my PhD advisors didn't tell me that once I was graduated, I people wouldn't be interested in me or like the dating market or something, something, you know? And when I saw that tweet, cause like this was, I think like almost two months ago, I reposted it on my story. And because the tweet was also asking a question, like, is it possible to do grad school and be boot up? And with my response, like, I'm just being genuinely honest. Like, as you all know, like I was with someone that like, I really, really loved. And we went through all of our undergrad together, pretty much. Well, most of it. And it was hard. And it was hard in the sense where it's just like, we were both workaholics, like we are, but we were both like, we loved each other, you know? So we would battle a lot with time management with like, you know, like we did the best that we could, but obviously like there needed to be improvements like many other things. And just knowing like, All the things that I emotionally put that person into, all the emotional things I'm, I'm assuming my past partner has realized he put me through. It just made me think like, it was just, it was such a big heartbreak. And because I know how I can be in regards to when I'm set on completing this thing, I'm going to do it. And I know I still have that mentality. I just, for myself, I can't see myself dating anyone until I'm done with my grad school journey. Hence, when I get my doctoral degree, like, I just can't because it's like, for me to be a grad student, work and produce my content the way that I do for my podcast and social media platforms, I just, the way that I do, I just need to stay alone, at least for now, and then just see where life takes me. And that's kind of what I, that's not kind of, that is what I shared, like flat out, like knowing what I know with everything me and my past partner had gone through and put each other through in higher ed, I would not want to put another individual in that situation if it's not necessary. Does that make sense? Because like, as long as I'm not out there looking, actively looking, as long as I'm not purposely looking like for somebody 
then I'm not putting anyone in a position where they feel like they're not being supported emotionally or maybe I'm not being the best girlfriend. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like, I just want to stay in my lane, et cetera, et cetera. And it's kind of like, just see what happens after five years from now. And I felt like that was a it was a good response on my end because I was just being honest. It's like, I know how I can be. And if I don't have to, if I'm not just out there looking for it, I don't want to put someone in that position again. Because I, I just, I kind of know how I am when I need to get things done. I mean, I'm not an asshole, but it's kind of like, if I want to keep producing the way that I'm doing it right now while getting my degrees, I just got to stay alone. And when I asked mi gente if they could share their responses, I thought I would get more responses, like more responses in the sense of what I got, because I got a good amount of responses with individuals saying, no, you can totally do grad school with a partner. You can totally do grad school with a partner. It's hard, but you can do it. It's hard, but you can do it. And I'm genuinely so happy for those people because it that is a blessing to be able to have your soulmate be your team player while you're doing something as challenging as grad school. That is so rare. And I want you to hold on to that because if you two can just grind together like that, support each other like that, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing, you know? But I didn't really get feedback back <laughs> from individuals that were single or are single like me. And then for a split second, it had me thinking, well, was there just something wrong with me then? Did I do it wrong? Like, because I told you I'm human. So of course I have thoughts like this. And then I just started to think. And then I was like, no, like, remember, stay everyone's path is different because it's true. No one's path is the same. I know I always preach that. And I make sure to literally follow what I preach, you know? And of course, I'll also let you all know that I'm not perfect. So I have moments where I'm just like, I let myself get a little sad. But then with time, I like a day or less than a day, honestly, I'm able to brush it off and keep going. But I just found it so interesting because I was like, why didn't the singles respond back? Now, I mean, like again, like if I ask questions on my stories or TikTok, sorry, or TikToks, no one's obligated to respond if they really don't want to, like, you know, but it just really got me curious because the few times I've asked about like, why do you think of this and that in regards to relationship with grad school, I don't really get the singles and I'm kind of just like, am I the only one like this? (laughs) But, you know, so I don't know if it's because it's still kind of relationships, romantic relationships in grad school. I don't know if it's because it's kind of a taboo topic which is why people won't really respond to it when I ask. Or I don't know if it's because people feel like because they're in grad school and especially if they're single, you know, not then like they should, they should not be fully worrying about it. Cause I get it, but it's just like, it's funny because I'm over here telling you that like, I need to stay in my lane. I need to stay in my lane, which is the plan. I'm going to keep you doing it, et cetera. However, like, I'm not going to lie. And I feel like there's a lot of people that resonate with this. Just maybe they haven't like shared it vocally when I ask questions, you know, on Instagram. But it's kind of just like, you know, summer vacation happens and winter vacation. And usually during the school year, I'm not like 
moping around with being single. I actually really like being single right now, but you know what I mean? So I'm not like, oh, woe is me. Like, you know, because I literally have so many things that sometimes I can't even keep up with myself. But I think that's any student in higher ed. But then once summer comes, once the holidays come, that's when I kind of feel it where I'm like, should I have somebody by now? Should, should I, you know, because summer is typically, there's no school then, you know, and I just feel like it's just, it's interesting conversations. And I just wanted to share my two cents about this. All right, Mianthus. So we are officially concluding this episode of the podcast. I know it was a lot of topics. I went from talking about the machismo mentality to just relationships and higher ed. But I appreciate all of you listening through. And I hope even if like, let's say you were like, oh no, I knew that today. I knew that. I hope I was able to plant some seeds because trust me, when all of you plant seeds in my head, I like it. So I hope you like it in return too. Now, before we officially conclude this episode, I just have to share a quote with you. I will get this degree. Remember that, Miha. And yes, that was written by me. And Mihante, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Please don't forget to subscribe to Cafecito con Estrellita on any platform that you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It would mean so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Cuídense. Hablamos pronto.